Hey yo, we about to tear it up. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. The Professional Pessimist, because I still don't believe you. Normally, it's we, but today it's just me, because my co-host Summit is somewhere in the upside down dealing with this whole coronavirus quarantined, social distancing, self-isolation hype. So I've had to do today's episode by myself. What I want to talk to you about today is the albums I would make if I was an A&R. Let's start from the beginning. We really need to look at what is an A&R. So I went to musiccareers.net and their definition of A&R is, A&R stands for Artists and Repertoire. This is the division of a record label that is responsible for talent scouting and the artistic and commercial development of the recording artist. It acts as a liaison between the artist and the record label. The role of an A&R has three main responsibilities. One, finding talent. Two, overseeing the recording process. And three, assisting with marketing and promotion. A&Rs can sign new or established talent to the company's roster. They then continue to work closely with the artist, acting as their liaison to the label's business affairs department and as an advisor who will help nurture a certain sound and image. Their duties include listening to demos, aligning artists with the right producers and offering creative input. For the unsigned musician, A&Rs can be the gatekeepers of the industry. It's not their job to keep you out so much as it is to find marketable music for their company. A&R reps are the musician's point of contact at the label during contract negotiations and they also play an important role in the development of the artist. So how the artist will sound, the marketing and choosing songs for the musicians to record if they don't write their own material. According to Alison Klein of How Stuff Works, A&R is seen as the glamorous part of working in the music industry. When I think of some of my favourite A&Rs, a few names come to mind. Faith Newman. Faith Newman was responsible for signing Nas to Columbia and she also executive produced Illmatic. She also worked with Big L when he was over at Columbia and she worked with 2 Chains when he was over at Def Jam. Matty C and Scott Free from Loud, they were the guys who had the foresight to sign and work with groups and acts like Wu-Tang, Mob Deep and Big Pun. I've also got to mention Dante Ross. So Dante Ross has worked for a number of labels, notably Tommy Boy and Elektra. He was responsible for signing Brand Nubian, KMD, which was MF Doom's first group. He signed Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Old Dirty Bastard, Leaders of the New School. And he was one of the first people who actually saw the solo superstardom of Buster Rhymes. Honourable mentions include Diddy. Um, I still call him Puffy. And you can say what you want to say about Puffy. Can't stop, won't stop. I don't write rhymes. I write checks. But he's got an incredible ear for music. And he's been right more than he's been wrong. Patrick Moxie from Payday. Uh, I've got to mention Patrick Moxie simply because he executive produced one of my favourite hip-hop albums of all time, which is Jules by OC. It's probably my favourite hip-hop album of all time, but I can't really deal with that controversy right now. Sharmani XL for all the stuff that he did over at G-Unit and Def Jam. And I also want to mention Matt Dyke and Mike Ross from Delicious Vinyl. I think these are two guys that don't get mentioned enough 
when it comes to, you know, A&Ring and just their contributions to music. They were integral in the rise of JD. Um, and they were one of the, the first people to actually, you know, get behind him, put some money behind him and really champion his sound. So rest in peace to Matt Dyke and big up to Mike Ross from Delicious Vinyl. So let's get into the albums that I would want to make if I was an A&R. First on my list is I would want to make an album with Odyssey and Black Milk. When it comes to best producer on the mic, these are two guys that I rank very highly because when it comes to production and writing, I see them very much uh, neck and neck. I don't think one is a better producer than they are a writer and vice versa. My particular twist on this album, if I were to be able to make it, is that I'd do it in a J-Lib style. And what that means is I would get Odyssey to rhyme on Black Milk tracks and I would get Black Milk to rhyme on Odyssey tracks. Another thing that I I reckon would make this album crazy is the fact that they both have their own bands. So Odyssey has Good Company and Black Milk has Nat Turner. So imagine the production being done by both of these bands. I think it would be absolutely crazy. They both done stuff with... um. Mellow Music Group. I know Odyssey signed to Mellow Music Group and Black Milk works with them quite a lot. I'm not sure why this album hasn't happened yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out into the into the universe that we're one day we're gonna get an Odyssey and Black Milk album. And you know, for the sake of discussion, let's just call it Odd Milk for now. The second album that I would want to make is a collaborative album between Blue and Della. Most of you will know Blue from his work with Exile and and the Below the Heavens album, which is a classic. And Della is a French producer who's done a number of compilation albums over the years. These two have a real tangible chemistry, in my opinion. They've only done a handful of songs, but they've never missed. So you've got the Mars remix, Lucy's and Loose Leaves, and Vibrate from the Changes of Atmosphere album, which I think is, is a classic compilation album. I highly suggest that you check that one out. Della definitely needs to do uh, an album with a, a capable MC. Um, I think his production is that good. Um, he's worked with Talib Kweli, he's worked with Elzai, and they, they actually end up being his best songs when he works with those artists. But I definitely think he needs to lock in with someone who he has some some really good, tangible and obvious chemistry with. And I think Blue is, is the clear answer here. Um, Blue is an elite MC and Della is an elite producer. Della... He, he went off the radar for, for a few months. And when I say a few months, I think it might have even been a couple of years. But he's, he's recently popped back up on the scene. Um, I remember the morning I woke up and I saw something on my, on, uh, on my email to say that Della has released a new Outcast remix album on Bandcamp. It was so glad to see him back. And if he ever hears this, and I'm going to speak directly to him, I'm going to say, Della, please, 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 please give your man Blue a call and get some more songs done because you two sound great together. The third album I'd want to make is an R&B album. Mary J. Blige, fully produced by Ninth Wonder. When I think of Ninth Wonder and his production, it just personifies soul. And it's the same thing when I hear Mary. When I hear Mary sing, it's just soul, it's, it's pain, it's, it's, it's heartache, it's just real. So I think they'd be able to make a really good album together. Um, they've done one song as far as I know, which was Good Woman Down from the, the Breakthrough album. But Mary's never done an album with one producer. And I think at this point in her career, as a legend and as the queen, a one producer album could really... I think it could be another classic for Mary. She has multiple classics, at least at least three. I think she could get another one. And Ninth Wonder is the kind of producer, I reckon, that could bring, bring that out of her. 
Ninth is obviously a fan of 90s R&B. Um, if you go on his Instagram and on his Twitter, he often talks about, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony and Teddy Riley. So I think he'd know exactly what to do in order to, 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 to bring out that what's the 411, my life, Mary, in a, in a 2020 way. But I will say this. This is really controversial and people hate when I say this. We don't need Happy Mary for this one. We need pain. We need heartache. We need drama. This is when Mary is at her best. And, you know, I'm glad for Mary that, you know, she got herself together and, you know, she got married and, you know, she was talking about no more drama and dance for me. And that's all good. I support that. But if she's going to do an album with Ninth Wonder or if Ninth Wonder is going to do an album with Mary J. Blige, we need the tea and we need the smoke and we need the names. That's what we need. The fourth album on my list of dream A&R albums is an instrumental album by DJ Quick. DJ Quick, um, as a rapper and as a producer, is top shelf. I think it almost does a it does him a disservice just to call him a producer and a rapper. He is a musician in every sense of the word. As far as I can remember, he was one of the first people to put instrumental tracks on his own albums. Quick's Groove is one of the greatest series of songs that I've personally ever heard. I love Maybach Music, the series. I love Jane, Superman Lover, classic songs. But DJ's, DJ Quick's Quick Grooves are my, fa- my personal favourites. Um, instrumental music is a massive market. It's blown up over the last 10, 15 years. You know, guys like Blockhead... Ayatollah, Pete Rock, they've all put out amazing instrumental albums. And I think DJ Quick could really bless us with a, a quick groove of just instrumentals. His knowledge of music would bring you into so many different chambers. It would be funk, it would be soul, it would be hip hop, it would be the classical. The guy's a mad scientist, and I don't think he would. I don't, I don't think DJ Quick is the kind of person that just puts stuff out to put it out. He's a true, 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 true artist and a visionary. But I would love to hear a Quick Groove album, and I think it's long overdue. I think he needs to stake his claim in the market um, and really show these people what production really means. The fifth album on my imaginary A&R list is an album produced by Madlib for Big Kahuna OG and Fly Anakin, collectively known as Big Fly. When I think about Madlib's production on Mad Villainy with MF Doom, it's very left and it's very quirky, as is most of his stuff. But then I think it juxtaposes really nicely with the stuff he's done with Freddie Gibbs, which I think has a lot more grit and street appeal to it. Fly Anakin and Big Kahuna OG would sit nicely in the middle of that. I think their approach in terms of their, their younger appeal... Their music's quite smoked out and hazy and, uh, you know, and a bit sloppy. And I don't mean sloppy in, in a bad way, but it's just got that feel to it. And I think most of that comes from their producers that they work with. So shout out to Grey Matter and the Unlucky Bastards. I just think their voices would sound so, so good on a Mad Lib track. Um, and their whole back and forth style, you know, the abstract references mixed with mixed with just, you know, the, the raw delivery. It's not too overproduced. It, it comes across like they don't really think about it too much. They just go into the studio and do what they do. And they always come up with some really cool results. I also think that Mutant Academy are like extended family or, you know, an, an, another branch in the, uh, the Loop Pack family tree. So for me, it would make 
total sense for them to do to do a project together. And if I had the power and the money, I would definitely do it. I, I know that Fly Anakin is on Mad Lib's radar because he sent out a tweet bigging him up for something. I can't remember when, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but I think sooner than later, we'll hear some, some, some Mad Lib Fly Anakin stuff. So before I wrap up, let me share some of the other albums I would want to make if I was an A&R. I would want to make an album with Static Selector and AZ. Obviously, Static Selector on the beats and AZ on the rhymes. I think Static's soulful, clean, modern sound, which is still rooted in, in classic hip-hop, would sound really good with, with AZ. I think AZ is one of those people, he raps so well, and he's rapped so well for so long that I, I think he's often overlooked. And because of his high skill level and he's just been good for so long, we actually don't necessarily hear when he's taking it to another level. So if he was to hook up with Static Selector, with my A&R vision, I think we could get another album like Asiatic, which is an amazing album, and we could have another classic on our hands. An album with Damu the Fudge Monk and YU from Diamond District. So for those who don't know, I found something out on Twitter that Damu and YU are actually cousins. I don't know if they've worked together yet, but Damu the Fudge Monk's beats are absolutely ridiculous. He's definitely from that lineage of Pete Rock, Bomb Squad, um, Large Professor, that kind of sound. And I think YU's got a really intellectual, philosophical style, and he can still sound really good on the hard tracks. If you don't believe me, Check out Diamond District in the Rough, which is a classic album, and you can hear why you just go absolutely nuts. I'd also want to make an album with Cool G Rap and DJ Muggs, Apollo Brown and Black Soul, Imperial Beats and Shad. That one's a bit selfish, actually, because I remember when I was working with Imperial on the uh, Adventures in Technicolor album, we really wanted to get Shad on there, and he's he's, he's been wanting to work with Shad for years. So if I was an A&R, I'd call up Shad and I'd say, Shad, please do this album with my boy Imperial. And I know if that was to ever happen in, 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 some, other, in some other lifetime, I would get a verse on that album. Crisis and Rhapsody, a Joe Budden album produced by No from The Cunning Linguists, a Busta Rhymes album produced by Knotts. Knotts came on my radar because of Everybody Rise, which he produced for Busta Rhymes on the ELE album. I think that song is the greatest opening song in hip-hop history. And Buster Rhymes is at a point in his career where he's a legend. Um, I don't want to call him legacy act because I feel like, you know, it's just, you know, I know he has a legacy, but <sighs> Buster Rhymes has hits, he's got classics, and he can tour forever. And I still think his skills are sharp. So if he was to, you know, get in the studio with not... I think we'd have a classic on our hands. Not said on Instagram that he's got at least a double LP's worth of songs with Buster Rhymes. An LL Cool J album produced by DJ Scratch. They have never missed either. Cormega and Havoc. Um, I think in the light of Prodigy's death, that might be a bit of a touchy one in the sense that people may want to compare the work of Mob Deep to a Havoc and Cormega project. But I think... With their history from music and outside of music, there's a rapport there, there's a chemistry there. You listen to, you know, Fun and Kiko and Killer's Theme, think they could make an amazing project together. Alchemist and Carr, I'd love to A&R a project for Black Thought, produced by Static Selector. When you look at how Black Thought's just been going crazy for the last few years, and he's always been mad, you know, Black Thought's been amazing forever, but I definitely feel... 
you know, in terms of his his feature work over the last few years, Stag Selectors Beats have just brought out, uh, you know, an added an added viciousness to the bars, and I reckon they could make a, a great album together. If if Black Thought ever ends up making a, a third instalment of his EP series, I think it's called Stream of Thought. I would definitely give Static Selector a call for that one. Large Professor and Mayhem Loren. I'd also want to do an album with T1, who's one of my guys. Shout out to T1 and Children of Zeus. Marco Polo and The Last Emperor. If you listen to Port Authority 2, there's a song on there called Six Trill. Amazing, amazing, amazing song. I really miss, I really, really miss The Last Emperor. I think he is one of the, the best talents um, in terms of lyricism that's come out in the last 20, 25 years. Never got the due that he deserved. I know he was over at Aftermath for a while. He was supposed to come out on Raucous. And, you know, circumstance in the industry hasn't been kind to him. But when you listen to Six Trill, you'll realise that he he still got it. V-Don and Rock Marciano, I think they could make a crazy album together. A Blueprint album produced by J-Zone. A Superstition album produced by Apollo Brown. They did a song, uh, it was probably about 10, 12 years ago, called Blue Skies. It was supposed to be on Superstition's Splitting Image album when he was going by the name of Cam Moy, but he said that the song was completed too late and it wasn't able to be on the album. The song was mad. I would love to hear Apollo Brown and Superstition get back in the studio. DJ Spinner and Gene Grey. I love, I love, I love, I love Jean Grey. I love her approach. I love her sound. I love her humor. I love her sarcasm. And she sounds really good over DJ Spinner beats. DJ Spinner actually is one of the most underrated producers. When you consider who he's worked with, the labels that he's been on, like this is a guy who's worked with um, Sada X. He's worked with Eminem. He's been on Raucous. He's been on BBE. Here's a guy that can do a, a boom bap record and then turn around and just do a straight house record. Big up to DJ Spinner. I would love to A&R an album with Master Ace and Prince Paul. And the reason I'd love to do that is because these two guys, I think, are the masters of the hip-hop concept album. Disposable Arts and A Prince Among Thieves are two of the best concept albums you will ever have the pleasure of listening to master ace has done about four or five different concept albums and in my opinion he's mastered it prince paul when he did um a prince among thieves i listened to it and it's almost like a a, a hip-hop musical everything from the production to the narrative, to the features that he picked and the characters that he developed. I reckon if you were to put these two in the studio, both of them were to come up with a storyline, the narrative, Master Ace go away and write the rhymes, and Prince Paul come up with the beats, it would be too much pressure for my head. Last on my list, an album with T.I. and Manny Fresh. I don't care what anybody says, yeah, I love DJ Premier. I love Pete Rock. I love Large Professor. I love Eric Sermon. I love DITC. But I put Manny Fresh in my top 10 producers of all time. Definitely my top 15, at the very least. Um, He's someone that doesn't get recognized enough when you think about the, the fact that he created the sound for, I think, it's probably the most successful hip-hop label of all time. Regardless of what you think of their music, Cash Money Records is a very, 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 very successful label. And for, for, for a good 10, 15 years, everything they put out was produced by Manny Fresh. And the songs that he's done with T.I. 
Um, off the top of my head, I think, you know, big things pop in. Um, he's done a couple of others that, that slips my memory, but I think they'll, they'll be able to put together a really, 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 really good album with my A&R skills in the mix. If it wasn't T.I. and Manny Fresh, I'd say Jeezy and Manny Fresh. So that's the end of the list of the albums I would want to make if I was an A&R. I have to say that doing a solo podcast is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Right now, my, my throat is hurting, my lips are dry, and I just want to stop. But before I go... Remember that we are on the socials. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Break the Atoms. Please reach out and let me know which albums you would want to put together if you were an A&R. I'm sure you guys will have some really interesting, quirky, controversial, and trash choices to share with me. In the meantime, make sure you stay safe, you stay clean, and you wash your hands.